You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Welcome to Nintendo Club Podcast Level 13. Join me today, as always, is John Armour. Welcome, John. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Fantastic. Uh, lots of fun games I've been picking up this week and playing, so... Um, Always, always a good week in Nintendo Land when there's fun stuff to play. <laughs> uh, besides Mario and Luigi, what have you been playing? Um, so my list is long. I've started Metroid Prime. I dabbled in Donkey Kong 64. I started Fire Emblem Awakening. Duck Tales Remastered. I finished Injustice Gods Among Us and found I really suck at Street Fighter 2. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. You, you've played a ton. Yeah, uh, some of those were just like one off. Let me try this for a couple hours and um, stopped. So yeah, I've had a lot of stuff we can talk about there. How about you? What have you been up to this week? Uh, not too much. Not as much gaming as usual. I really just played Animal Crossing uh, just due to family being in town. But um, I'm interested to hear about your take on Metroid because I'm played, excited I've to tell those you. games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I hear you had shooting stars in Met- in uh, Animal Crossing though. Yeah, it was last night or the night before, shooting stars all night, which is pretty cool. Got some cool uh, screenshots, so it was it's the first time I really noticed. I've noticed that they make a sound, too, every time a shooting star comes. Yeah, no, it's um, a fun occurrence, yeah. So if you have clouds or something like that, you could you could still potentially know you have shooting stars, I guess. Yeah, and uh, the last fireworks show of the year happened uh, last night. Yeah, I had a little – I stuck around for a little bit of that – I stayed till midnight when they end, and it was fun talking to Isabel, like, talk, you know, talking about this is the last one of the year and all that good stuff, you know. Did they do anything big, anything special at the end? No special fireworks. Um, there was some special dialogue that you could talk to the characters about it being the last one, but that's about it. That's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I enjoyed the fireworks. I'm happy they'll be done, though, because I do like, hopefully I'll be able to do public work projects on Sundays again. Yep. I unlocked the torch yesterday, so uh, oh, that's, that's cool. going up pretty soon here. I unlocked the lighthouse a few days ago. Ooh, I haven't done that yet. Yes, I was so excited. It's expensive. It's almost 400,000 bells, but... It, That's it looks pretty cool. John, I got. I, I mean, got, you know, it's, I it, got it, twenty-three million bells. Uh, you know. Compared to the other ones that are like, yeah. you know, 40,000 bells. Yeah, which, the torch is thirty. So it's yeah, like, exactly. So for a public works project, it's pretty expensive. It's just as much as one of the house renovations. You know, some of them are. So I'm excited though. It's, it should be pretty cool. Yep. And I redid my hair, so it's all wacky and blue. Right I now. I redid my hair. I don't know if we talked about my hair last week. I redid it once. It looks pretty horrible. <laughs> it's crazy know. how wild you can get it to look. Yeah, I, I don't know what I told them, but man, I looked like a woman. It looked it looked bad. I redid again today though, and it looks I like I'm pretty happy Sean, with it. I'm digging you can, it. You can totally buy a dress and wear it if you're a guy. <laughs> I you not only can you, I think they're promoting it in the game the way some. <laughs> <laughs> they they really want you to put on dress and makeup. They talk about it all the time. Well, they, they told me it's like are, you must be buying this as a gift. You know when I went in to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I I just have you noticed that all the shoes in the shoe store are very feminine. I don't, I can't find any men's shoes. I feel like might be a Japan thing. You know the shoes think, are more feminine there. I don't know. I don't know. I found one pair of flip flops or sandals I'm wearing, That's which some, are okay. See, but. I like to. I like to run barefoot. I, I'm a you know shoes whoa. free guy whoa, in whoa. Animal Crossing. You can go barefoot. Yeah, you just take off your shoes and socks. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can. So I, I that's how I like to roll barefoot. So I didn't know that. That's cool. This you whole just, shoe thing is new in this Animal Crossing. So 
Yeah. I, I didn't play too much with it. I just thought, oh, cool. I got blue shoes. I like blue. Cool. Let's roll with it. But yeah, so um, yeah, Animal Crossing is fun. I I um, accidentally had my guy spend the night on the island because <laughs> I fell asleep <laughs> while my 3DS was plugged in. Nice. So um, yeah, I, I came in the morning and there he was just chilling on the island. <laughs> I, I kind of wish they pulled out a, a, a blanket and just fell asleep if you don't touch him for long enough. That'd be cool. I'd like that. Yeah, That's, I, that would that feels like something they would do in Animal Crossing. So notice in Donkey Kong sixty four that Donkey Kong will swat at flies if you don't touch him for mm-hmm, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, a lot of games do that. I, and even the you mentioned you'd start playing Ducktales, which is cool. But in Ducktales, if you sit there for a while, Scrooge will do some funky little little things, which is cool. I so had not tried that yet. Yeah, so just let it sit there for a second and see what he does. Okay. He's, got, he's got some good ones. So with DuckTales, I've, I've, I'm almost through it. Uh, I beat four of them, but on, on the fourth one, I didn't save because of this glitch. And uh, <laughs> Glitch? Tell me. I don't know about I glitch. I finished the level, and it goes to the save screen, and it totally stalls out and doesn't save. And Whoa. I have to restart my system. I did not experience this. You're not. Uh, you're lucky. Uh, there is a glitch. Others have seen this. Um, they're working on a fix for it. But uh, yeah. So I'd I, hope. So. I'd hope so. Um, that stinks. Yeah, I did because it's like, oh my gosh, I got through this. But I can see how you said it was, you know, a three four hour game because yeah, it's just five levels, five really well designed levels, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that's a cool way. It's kind of like you're able to pick which one you want to go to that day. Yeah, it's I mean, not sequential. It's- it's, I mean, you know, it's it's just like the original, the level designs are. So, you know, that game didn't have game saves. It didn't have a battery pack in it. So it was really a sit down and play through this game kind of game. NES didn't have game saves at all? There, there were some. The uh, Zelda, I think, had them. There's a few games I know of. Maniac Mansion had them. A few so it wasn't other ones a big them. thing, though. They used codes instead. It, codes were bigger. Um if they had a battery on the back, the label looked a little different. It actually warned you, said this this game pack contains a battery, you know, be huh. a little bit more careful, don't let it get in the sun, things like that. So, yeah, they, there were N60, some few games. N64, there's no battery in it. Is that correct? I think I think that's the first time they actually put it, yeah, right on to, like, a, the you know, the actual chip inside there. Okay, it's, that's what I thought because yeah. I haven't had any battery issues with those. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people, especially the Pokemon games, they'll go back and people, you know, know how to open them up and change out batteries. So You're I'm not a exactly, real, uh, you know, gamer if you know how to change out the batteries. Yeah, the I mean, I guess, you know, it would suck if all the Pokemon games eventually died and no one could ever play red or blue again because they couldn't save the games. That would be pretty horrible. So I'm glad they can open so those Game up. Boy games are the same way with batteries. Game Boy games. Yeah, Game Boy games are Game Boy games are pretty much an NES game shrunk down. So, yeah. Okay. Um, as far as Donkey Kong 64, I started playing this, and I'm really not enjoying it. It's so hard to find Whoa. where I'm supposed to go. Whoa. You're not enjoying Donkey Kong 64? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Am I crazy? It's like I kind of wanted Donkey Kong Country, but for 64, and it's not that at all. Yeah, no, it's not that at all. Donkey Kong, this is... Just like a lot of the other games in the 64 era, the kind of the platform games, it's a lot about collecting things. Um, yeah, and I can't find everything. It's like yeah, there's a lot of bananas. Yeah. A lot of there's a lot of little things. There's even a few things in the game that if you don't do something right the first time, you just have no chance of going back and getting them. One of them being a, like an N64 logo, like a 3D <laughs> one that revolves. I those that's that's probably my 
one it's in that's game's probably tied for my favorite donkey kong game with donkey kong country the original i love really? that game yeah yeah i love it okay because i can't it's like this is frustrating it's like i'm enjoying you know walking around this world but it's like and swimming around in the where water are you at? But, uh, yeah where are you at right now How i'm far in the are first kind of area okay have you seen the first boss yet no <laughs> okay Did i you found the guy in the cage and then i discovered the first mm-hmm. kind of set of dungeons i guess you can call it okay did you ever play games like banjo kazooie no Gaunt- those are also they're in my library now so i've never played those as kids okay. so that'll be yeah experience. this this is they, these games are all not i want i don't want to say they're all you know identical they they're very different because donkey kong they have the different characters things like that but they're very similar games in how they play they're all made by rare of course so you're telling me banjo kazooie and banjo tui are similar they're they're similar. Oh. They're a lot of collecting, a lot of puzzle pieces. That's what Banjo Kazooie's about. It's about puzzle pieces and getting them. That makes them. me sad because I was looking forward to that. No, you no don't <laughs> don't. These are some of the greatest games of that era. I'll you give need, them a shot. You know no, they look beautiful, need, but they um, do. They're one of the best looking games. They trust me. They're good. They're awesome. Banjo Kazooie okay. is awesome. I'll give the Banjo games a shot. I, I'm, you got to Donkey Kong. I'm giving up on for now. <laughs> uh, Donkey, it's good. I might I love need it. a guide to go through it with. Have you? Maybe, yeah, I think I, I think we had a guy growing up with that game. I don't think we used to do the whole thing. Some at the, late, the later part of that game is really hard. Once you get to like the sixth, seventh world, it's just ri- ridiculously hard. One of the bosses is, I don't even remember how he beat it without the guide. I don't think we yeah. did. I guess I realized how big of a deal Donkey Kong Country Returns was now that I played Donkey Kong 64. I mean, that was the first time they went back to that you know that style of game the platforming yeah yeah platforming for a long time yeah so i, I realize how big of a deal that is now um it's kind of cool um so um so ducktales has been fun i don't understand the complaints about it being hard just put an easy mode and you have unlimited lives <laughs> yeah and it's pretty impossible with it. yeah 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 i don't know I, did people say it was too hard all a lot of podcasts have been listening to and reviews like this is too hard and i heard it's easier than the nes version just de facto I, I, a normal mode it is it is easier than the S version. I don't, people, it's, I don't. People have been complaining about the pogo stick not working right. It's like um, it works fine for me. I hit the button, I hold it down, <laughs> and it uses yeah. pogo when it drops. So uh, I think I just just like I said before, this game is modeled just like the NES version. So games back then they played a little different, they controlled a little different. So people just gotta try a little bit harder when they're picking it up. It's, and yeah, it's really you know, a simple you gotta, game. You gotta, yeah, you just got to spend you know a few minutes getting the mechanics down, just like any platformer, I feel like. You got to spend a few minutes and kind of figure out you know just the feel of jumping around. But, I am enjoying it, though. Um, I don't have nostalgia for it. Um, the voice acting is great. I, I do remember some yeah, of these characters. Awesome. Yeah, isn't it beautiful? Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, the mix of the sprites with the background, the way it is, it's, it's a beautiful game. Um, you, now let me ask you this: When you play a game like this, where there's not much, not much Wii U gamepad functionality, you know, it's really just a platformer yeah, that you can play on the screen TV yeah. play, which is yeah. fun. Do, do you play on your TV or do you play on the gamepad? It's a mix, depending on what I want to do that day. Okay, because I feel like, I mean, at least in my living room, the TV is maybe ten, fifteen feet away from me, and if I look up at the TV from the distance it's at. It's small. It looks smaller than if I'm holding the gamepad a few, you know, feet from my face. So for I, me, that's not an issue. That's not. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I know. 150 you, inch screen. <laughs> I know it's a little different for you. You have that giant screen, which I'm looking at. You know, 
changing that maybe for my situation. So for, I end up looking at the gamepad mostly because it's just it ends up being bigger and right in my hand. So it feels a little bit more natural, which is strange because I've been playing games on the TV my whole life. So you think I mean, it's beautiful. The gamepad. Playing, it really yeah, is. It's beautiful. You would think though the other way would be more natural. But and during the daylight, I'm more off to play on the um, gamepad because it's it's not as beautiful during the day with projectors. It still <laughs> looks it looks fine, but it's not the um, cinematic experience that it, it's it's, it's your projector in a like where is it at in your house? I have a studio, so it's just my big wall in my okay. room. Okay, so yeah. you got sunlight coming in during the day. Okay. Well, yeah, they're shaded off, but still, there's only so much you can do unless you yep. Do yep. some really permanent. Uh, yep, light, stuff. Likes, light knows what to do to get through. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I can put in dynamic mode and boost the brightness. It just doesn't look. Uh, the depth isn't there. It, you can see everything fine, but uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, I encourage projectors. I think they're wonderful, and everyone should have one. But um, <laughs> Ducktales, a lot of fun. Um, two levels away from beating it. And uh, I'll play it through a normal and the harder difficulties after this to see if uh, I can get through those. Um, Metroid Prime. I got the trilogy in. Awesome. And I I started playing just the the first level last night to see how it would go. And I didn't make it through because the timer blew me up. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll have to try again um, tonight or tomorrow night. Um, But uh, the controls are really, really nice. Yes, I, they are. I I found myself opting to use the morph ball when I'm moving around because I like the third person view better, and it feels like I'm hiding in my little ball. Yeah, and it feels like your mic going a little, you'll you know you're zipping along in that ball. I, so you would do that too, or is that just me? Uh, yeah. If, if you know, if I was in like a hallway, you know, or walking through a walkway, which I saw it was pretty, you know, straightforward length, I would usually just stick in the ball and go. I don't know. I also like kind of. Well, here, here's the thing. On the, in the original GameCube versions, you could not look around while you were walking because the way the game sticks were, the, uh, if you play the, <laughs> the original games, while you're walking, you were stuck looking forward. You could not look around. That's so scary. I, so, yeah, and that's how I play those original games. So when the Wii, the, the third game came out on Wii, um, Metroid Prime 3, they changed that with the game. The God, I can't speak the the Wii mode. You could actually move it around while you were walking. So for me, it was kind of cool being able to kind of look around, you know, see the environments. And of course, that game looked a lot better. Not you know a, a good bit better it than those other two. It looks great even today. Yeah, I gotta say. No, no, oh yeah, yeah. Retro. That's made by Retro. They know what they're doing. They know how to. They know how to make uh, games look beautiful. So it was yeah. I I guess I didn't spend too much time in the ball. Maybe in the earlier games, but not in Metroid Prime Three. I like the okay. environments in that game. Yeah, maybe I'll be more on the first person as I advance through it, but um, I'm just so scared in that first person view. The ball is the safety point for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. It's like Nintendo created a first-person shooter trilogy, it seems. Yeah, I think they. a lot of people would say that, but I think if you ask Nintendo, they would say it's a first-person adventure game. And maybe even a first-person puzzle game, if that makes any sense. They, okay. They, okay. I think they're hesitant to call it a shooter because you're really doing a lot more other things. And that's that's not the – you know, that's your weapon. You're shooting. Yeah. That's your weapon. And that's the the viewpoint so you're in. So as I advance through this, there will be more puzzles and that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, okay. definitely. I'm anxious to, to get through the, the, this trilogy because I've heard so much about it. And I hope I hope it lives up. And so far it has. It's been a lot of fun. I really need to figure out how to get proper sound to my surround sound system and not use projector speakers because this game, it seems like the audio is vital. 
Yeah, you have you have a projector, but you don't have so the nice Wii U. Speakers. The Wii U does not have an optical audio. Uh, okay, output. I see. I see your problem. But so, the, um, but wouldn't the uh, HDMI? What? Wouldn't you be able to get it out through your HDMI? Wouldn't it go through that? Uh, HDMI goes directly into to the projector because I have an older uh, surround sound system. System okay. that only deals with audio, no video pass through. Uh, okay. So, okay. Okay. Uh, there are HDMI to HDMI slash optical cables out there. There are. Um, I do have the Wii, um, like component and composite cables. Maybe I use that when I go in the Wii mode. Perhaps I'll see. But um, if only Nintendo include that optical audio, I would have been so much happier <laughs> with the system. Yeah, you know Nintendo though. They're gonna if if only five percent of people are using that they're not going to put it in there yeah it's sad but anyways it, it works but yeah i will give more reports on metroid prime next week as i play more and more of it um so you you mentioned i i mentioned fire emblem awakening is now a game i'm playing because i bit for the shimigami fire emblem bundle before that ran out <laughs> i said screw it so i'm gonna pick these up so i get the 30 dollar credit they both got good reviews, and I'm um, starting to play Fire Emblem. Uh, is this your fir- this is your first one? It is. I uh, was this is, yeah. Go ahead. This sorry. is a series I've not played. I was going in expecting it to be flat out RPG, and instead it's more of like a strategy game where um, it's not so much about what move you perform, but you know moving your pieces across this map and attacking uh, these different enemies. You do level up, things like that. Um, but it's a great game on the 3DS, I feel, because it's designed around chapters. So you have these 40-minute, 30 to 40-minute chapters. So what I do is I just go in for 30 to 40 minutes and get through that chapter each each playtime. And that's an enjoyable experience. You uh, get story, progressing the story, and then you have one big battle for that, that play session. And the story is great. The visuals are great. It's a weird mixture of... You have these 2D artwork with uh, some 3D cutscenes. So um, you see both 2D versions of these characters, kind of anime style, but you also get the 3D rendition. And you also have the little tiny um, 8-bit kind of style on the map. So it's it's a really visually impressive game, I'd say. And just a lot of fun so far. So I'm enjoying it. That's cool. I Everyone I know who plays it really gets into it. That's I have a few friends that play it, and they, they dig it a lot. They play it all a ton, so... I don't know if it's a game I'd be interested in, but it sounds cool. Yep. So um, I picked that up along with Shimigami, which is on my 3DS, so waiting to be played. It's like a two gigabyte game, so that was a big Yeah, download. that that game would overwhelm me. <laughs> I figure, you know, after Mario and Luigi's done, I'll want another RPG to sink my teeth into. Um, so I got two more games. <laughs> I've been playing a lot, sorry. Um, I finished Injustice Gods Among Us. I picked this up in like May and finally finished it. It was like five and a half hours of playtime. It took me this long to get through it. <laughs> um, have you any? Have you played this game or any knowledge of this game? I've now I've seen it on the eShop. I not looked too much into it. It's it's got um, it's like comic book characters, right? It's like yeah, it's basically Mortal Kombat with the comic book characters yeah. dc universe dc yeah that's what i thought it was dc yeah um i know if you've like i said with everything i have a few friends that are really i feel like i have friends that are into everything but <laughs> a few friends that are really into batman they are excited about this game i'm not too much into batman i'm excited about the other arkham origins which yep. is coming out but this one's uh it's not my type of fighter yeah i only got it because it's 40 bucks on sale on target that one day so i figured 20 bucks off i'll get it you know 
And it's fun. I you think I'm going to get a lot of ever made. So yeah, what? I was going to say, you, and you're going to own every Wii U game that's ever made. So you, at some point, yeah, you're going to need to have that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a fun game. Uh, story mode was, as I said, like five five and a half hours. Um, I suck at multiplayer. Like I'm getting killed by these online people. And I also did notice Street Fighter Two. I bought the little bundle. You get all three of them um, for like you get discount when you do that. But um, I noticed I'm really terrible at these games. Street Fighter Two, I I can't beat the story mode. I get through the first battle and then I can't get past it. It's it, even with you know, I guess I could try restore points more to try to cheat my way through. But did you ever learn this ability of playing these games and not sucking at them? <laughs> no, to me it was all just button mashing, just tons of button mashing. And totally if you didn't, is. and if you're playing against someone who who had mastered button mashing a little bit better than you, then they were. <laughs> And they were going to beat you. I know that you know there's button combinations and all that sort of stuff. Uh, not something I got into that much. I didn't get into fighting games until the GameCube when I started playing games like Soul Calibur and uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, I definitely enjoy Smash Brothers a lot more than this one, but uh, it's fun yeah. to kill some sometime in the Street Fighter games. But anyways, um, what's your first topic of the night? Well, uh, we were kind of speaking of first-person games to go along with this. Let's talk about a lot of new stuff has come out about the new Zelda, um, Wind Waker HD. Some new, cool, interesting things I did not see coming uh, they've talked about now. Have you seen any of this stuff? Well, I've seen that I may want to buy this gamepad on eBay. (laughs) Um, the, the, The bundle. The Wii oh U. yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, that's one of the things. Definitely, there looks like there's going to be a Wind Waker bundle. I don't know how official it is, but all those sites are saying that it's going to happen. A, I saw a video that looked pretty official from Nintendo. Like oh, did a leaked you? Video okay. that looked okay. This is Nintendo legit. It I was also see that. showing like it was showing new things in the game that we haven't seen before, and yeah, it, it also showed this bundle. So it's like I can understand someone faking a bundle, but faking gameplay footage that nintendo hasn't released yet (laughs) unlikely (laughs) yeah i mean it makes sense for a bundle i know a lot of people that would buy a system just to play a zelda game and this one looks awesome that gamepad looks so sweet (laughs) yeah this is i I just went back and watched some footage of this game because i haven't i was wondering what the gamepad uses were going to be and it looks like they're letting you switch all your inventory out with just kind of a drag and drop system with the gamepad which is cool yeah kind of like a 3ds kind of style yep and got your maps on there which is cool but that new gameplay footage they showed was it the first person view is that what they were showing i think they showed some of that they showed the hard mode that you can go into immediately now yes that hard mode is available off the bat but this Probably the biggest thing I'd say is this first-person mode they're putting in there, which is pretty It's different. like first-person um, shooter almost with the arrows, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're saying they talk a lot about when they are, you're shooting with arrows. It's in first-person view. And you apparently can do selfies is what they call them. You can do selfies. So, I love how they call it selfies because that's such a negative connotation. Yeah, Link has apparently three emotions he can show, and then you can take pictures of yourself. The game always had this little camera item that yeah. you could go around taking pictures of, and now, of course, they've made that so you can upload all those to Miiverse and things like that. So you can take selfies, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so the the bundle has a special like gamepad with some cool like um, Zelda e things on it on the face. Did plate. it? Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you've oh. seen a picture of this. I saw like a little. It looked like an official Nintendo kind of banner or something. Well, it has look- like um, kind of a engraving with zelda markings and stuff on it 
I'm looking at it now. Hold on. Oh, it does. You're right. Yep. I didn't notice that. So I kind of just want to get the gamepad, you know? Uh, see, now... Now... If <laughs> now Ninten- you sell your basic, but then you can't oh, really transfer yeah, it. You can't I, transfer I, anything, so Nintendo, put out a transfer tool, please. <laughs> I want this. This is the one I would get. This is... Yeah, it's it, pretty sweet. The, yeah, the only thing that looks not legit about this is the... There's a... At least on the version I'm looking at, it says Zelda.com on and kind of in a weird spot. And the the M on the .com is a different font and color than that's the rest from the video. Of it. So perhaps it was oh, a transition okay, shot. Okay, that makes sense. That's a okay. screenshot from the video. <laughs> Thank yep. you. Thanks for filling me in on that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm really excited for this. Uh, people are getting more and more pumped about this that have actually played the final like demo that's going out to press. No, yeah, and they're, um, yeah. They're, they're really kind of trickling out these details in a nice, nice little fashion. By the time it comes out, it's I'm going to be s- downloading it second one. I'll be buying it the first day. <laughs> uh, I, I, I say I might go out and buy it, but I know I'll just well, end up downloading this it. So. Will, I mean, I, I see you downloading this because evidently there was something on the Club Nintendo thing hinting that the digital version may come out a few days earlier than Ooh. the physical one. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> and then download, definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Zelda, I'm excited. And people are wondering, why is Zelda the bundle? My rationale, it's the first major franchise to come out to Wii U outside of New Super Mario Brothers U. Because Zelda's um, October, then November, we have... Uh, Donkey Kong. Then December is Mario, so it's the first one, which makes sense. First one, and I and I just think there's a lot of people out there that would they're going to buy the system because of Zelda. Yep. It, just like just like there's a lot of people out there who are going to buy the system for Smash or maybe even Mario Kart. So, mm-hmm. oh, Mario think, Kart's a big system seller. I feel. Yeah, definitely. So, makes sense. Uh, my next topic is um, I've gone pretty much all digital with my 3ds now. I yes, I've been e- following. I went you. eBay yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've been following your. Uh, you on Twitter talking about this. So tell me about that. I haven't done this yet. So what's it like? How does so it work? The process here is I sell the game on eBay and amazingly Donkey Kong Country returns 3D got like $29 and it's a $35 new game. So that game nice. has high resale value. Cool. Some of the other games not as much. But the cool thing is I bought a lot of these games on sale. So I'm making a profit even though, you know, I bought the game for 20 bucks originally. So I can sell for 25 and make a profit still, you know. Sure. Um, so process is, you know, I sell it. I get PayPal money on eBay and then. I go to Best Buy online or in-store pickup, which can pay through with PayPal. So I'm using the same money I used from there to buy like uh, eShop credit cards or, uh, you know, gift card things. And mm-hmm. then download that game that night and use a 3DS transfer tool to move the game save over. And I then ship it out that next day with um, basically a blank cartridge, which is pretty sweet. So I've got on my system right now Animal Crossing New Leaf, Mario Kart 7, uh, Luigi's Mansion, new super, uh, new uh, Super Mario 3D Land, the Dream Team game, Donkey Kong Country, Ocarina, uh, Shimigami Tensei 4, and Fire Emblem. Um, so I got like two more games I want to sell, uh, and I'll be pretty much all digital. So it's exciting. So have you been jumping back and forth between all these games and apps just because you can now? Yes, <laughs> yes, very much so. So I am cool. playing. I am playing the game like Donkey Kong Country. I'm playing more. Just let me hop in here and play this game for a little bit. Um, Fire Emblem. It's great having that in the system because that's, as I said, like good thirty minutes a day type thing. Um, yeah, Ocarina. I might actually get back in Ocarina and play the Master Quest. Who knows? Yeah. So this I. I actually never looked into the remake of Ocarina that much, but my friend at work was playing it, and I got to kind of take a look at it. That game is 
awesome looking. It's it looks beautiful. so good. Yeah, I didn't realize how much of a facelift they gave it. It looks nothing like the blocky original. It's no, it went back to Majora's Mask. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, like yeah, if they did that to Majora's Mask, oh, that would <laughs> that would be the end. I yeah, never I see could go anywhere, or do anything, or see anybody. Yeah, I could see 2014 the Majora's Mask for 3DS come out, and then 2015 we get the Wii U HD uh, new game. Yeah, they got to keep the Zelda trickle trickling. <laughs> so yeah, that's been fun. I'm yeah, I'm still trying to sell new Super Mario Brothers two and Mario Tennis because I want those in my system as well. How how is new Super Mario Brothers two? I really enjoy it. Um, it's a new Super Mario Brothers game. It's got some cool level designs in there, and I, I'm enjoying it. Lots lot a lot of content in the game. Cool. Yeah, I like the original. They're they're pretty good Mario's. They are. I, I, people complain because art style and that kind of stuff, but I'm enjoying them. You know. Well, art style doesn't bug me. Some people complain that it's just they're too easy. That's what people. A lot of people say. Uh, that. Okay. Which I can see, but yeah. And then I, I bought. Don't, uh, I, don't, for I don't, new, don't mind. Yeah, I bought the retro pack for New Super Mario Brothers Two, where you can play um, like they revamped like five levels from the original game and put them on the the, the 3DS game. Which is cool. Cool. For their coin collecting thing, but anyways, um, what's your next topic today? Uh, so I was just reading online. I, I did a little research about the batteries because we talked last time about batteries, and you had said Nintendo had, had their uh, official battery in Japan out. Um, so I looked a little bit into it, and I went ahead and ordered a battery for my Wii U gamepad. Um, it's actually not an official one; it's a Nyko one. I think that's the company name. Okay. I'm, um, I'm leery on the Nyko because I hear it's like a bolt-on on the back type thing. No, this one actually – no, this one you unscrew and put inside you of do. it. This, okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Apparently, I did a little research before I did this because with batteries, you know, you never know. Some With some battery technology, I a third-party battery I trust more in something like this. With these kind of type batteries, I, I trust a third-party battery more than I would like, say, my iPhone or something like that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, this version is actually a little bit higher milliamps than the official Nintendo extended battery. This one's three hundred or three thousand milliamps. The other okay. one is twenty six uh, sixty milliamps, and apparently it gets you. People are reporting that from what they're saying online of over eight hours of game pay on the gamepad. So that's I'm looking forward to having this. This is pretty cool. It's pretty nice. I'll wait until the official Nintendo one comes out because it's not a huge issue as it is for me. Because um, I just I get a good five hours typically out of mine, and uh, I really don't play more than five hours in one sitting. Yeah, near, I mean, I don't really either. The thing is, I like having it on my coffee table because I can use it to turn my television on and off, um, things like that. So, oh, I see. Yeah, yep. so I'd like having it there instead of having it on next to the console on the little charging cradle. So with this, I can have it out for a few days oh, I without you. having to kind of worry about it. Plus, Makes I just sense. like I just like having for fifteen bucks having a better battery seemed like a no brainer. So yeah, I'm curious about the weight to see if that affects it that much. Oh uh, yeah, it might. It's a little bit bigger, but the, yeah. I, I was surprised how light the gamepad was the first time I held it. So I don't oh, think it's, be, it's very light. Yeah, it won't be a too big an issue. Um, so as far as where was going with that, um, I forget my train of thought there. Uh, <laughs> let's just talk about Virtual Boy because I got to play this the other day. Oh, I I want to hear this. Yeah, I haven't. I've never used a Virtual Boy or You've anything. Never used one. Okay. No, no, no. So this was Nintendo's, I guess, one and only true flop ever <laughs> in the console industry. Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I guess so. 
So this is, I believe, the predecessor to the 3DS because you do have a 3D kind of imagery within that Virtual Boy environment. Um, basically, it's a, it's the big red console that you put your um, you're basically wearing goggle type things. Um, they don't strap on. You're just you know sitting in front of it kind of deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, binoculars would be more appropriate. Yeah, and um, you have a controller that you just put in your hands. And I play this at a retro gaming store here. And all okay. the games are red and black. Yes, yes, they are. And it, they I, don't look too bad for being completely red and black, but they, yeah, they're red and black. Yeah, I played some Mario Tennis, and I understand why this thing did not sell. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't that you played Mario Tennis? Wasn't that the only game that came out for it? Yeah, like 10, 12 <laughs> games for it. But um, yeah, I, I got a headache pretty quickly playing yeah, this thing. I, yeah, I get headaches just looking at steel shots, so. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know what Nintendo was thinking with this release, the Virtual Boy. I don't know. Maybe it seems it was like inventive, a, I'll tell you. Yeah, that. it definitely was. I don't know. Um, well, I'm trying to look at this. Uh, what year? It came out in 1995. So this was after Super Nintendo had come out. Hmm. I mean, it's <laughs> a fun little system, but um, it gets you sick if you're not good at it. It reminds me a lot of these little handheld... Uh, tiger electronic kind of game things I had when I was like, you know, a toddler mm-hmm. with like there were games like Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, things like that, where it was just, you know, little LCD games that just it's I don't know. It was weird. It, how it's much a did weird it, system. Yeah. How much did it retail for? I 180 don't. bucks, I think. 180. OK. Yeah. Okay. And it comes with a power cord or there's batteries you can use. So um, <laughs> I didn't know that. This is a cool. portable system if you want. <laughs> that's I think that's kind of how they marketed. Yeah. How's the controller? It looks terrible. It's serviceable. <laughs> I okay. mean, I just have to press A and B and stuff. It wasn't. I like, guess it, it's sufficient for the amount of time you're going to be playing this system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Oculus Rift I've heard is good. So yeah, it says here units sold of the Virtual Boy was uh, almost a million seven hundred seventy thousand. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, I read a I read or someone told me a while back that someone had found I don't know how people lose or, or don't know these things exist. They found a warehouse full of these things unopened. So <laughs> so like the you know the the retro used game market was flooded with them. So they the price of them just dropped down tremendously in the past few years. I've never looked one of these up on eBay. Give me a second. Let me see what they're going for. The, the, the gaming store I was at was selling it for like 100 I think, with everything, the original box and all that good stuff. Box, that's cool. Yeah, the one thing I want to talk with you about, manuals. Um, I noticed uh, New Super Luigi U and many other games I've gotten physically recently have had just had a slip. Here's how you access the electronic manual. Do you believe manuals are now a dying breed in physical packages? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a sad thing for collectors. Like, now you just have the box and disc. That's all you have to look forward to, really. Yeah, I mean, with the gamepad, you can just look up the manual right on there. So, yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, 3DS as well. It's right there. I yeah. Mean, but, yeah, Donkey Kong Country, it's like returns 3D. It's like, there's no manual here. That's kind of sad. There's no pretty artwork and stuff. That yeah. Plus, people have their cell phones with next to them, so if they need a manual, they'll probably go to that before they. Yeah, I mean, I noted that manuals are more for the collector than actual being used. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Here's a Virtual Boy. Doesn't look like it has a box. It's got like a piece of cardboard. It goes in. It's going for 130 bucks. 
That seems I guess to be about, that, that, that retro store had a good deal, 100 bucks. Yeah, that seems to be out the normal. I don't think that one comes with the game. Here's one that comes with four games, no box, 250 bucks. I guess it's going for a fair bit. Yeah, that's a good price. You I should have picked that. it up, that $100 Virtual Boy. Because it was on sale even that day, I believe, too. So. For like 80 or something. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, Virtual Manuals. It's kind of a sad thing. You know, I saw your video with the um, the Mario manual. It's like... That's such a cool thing that we're going to lose in the future with these newer games. Yeah, it's I like the thing I like about the manuals is they always have a kind of a different art style than the actual game, so you kind of could see kind of what they were going for, what they were thinking of, I guess, before and it you. It notes a lot about the era that was made in. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Um I picked up uh, the new Super Luigi U on Sunday and uh it's a beautiful box. <laughs> Green box. Yes, so my collection is pretty much complete except for the platinum poster. So I'm yeah, I saw get... your I saw your Instagram looks looks nice. All that yes, stuff. Yes, it's a it's a wonderful collection. It's all built up. But, very uh, green, very green. <laughs> yeah, I do wish there was some kind of manual or something for Luigi, um, some thank you note thing. Because um, there's nothing. It's just nothing. I got the Club Nintendo redeeming thing. I got the thing about the um, electronic manual and. Um, <laughs> you might like new Super Mario Brothers U if you buy this game kind of slip. Yeah, um, that that does stink. Almost every I don't know if every NES game, but most NES games and I, a lot of Super Nintendo games came with posters. Like that was a natural thing you were yeah. expected in the in the system. So it's that kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, uh there wasn't the album artwork for the CD is just stellar. There's this whole thank you note written in Japanese that I can't read and like um, so that that was, I mean, the CD stuff's cool, but, uh, I guess not, not terribly disappointing, but, um, I wish there was, there's more inside there, but the box is certainly pretty. It was 29 bucks, right? Yep. 29 bucks. The guy at the register says, that's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 80 levels, right? 80 levels yeah. for 29 bucks. No, it's, it's a good game. Um, I, I download the, I have the DLC, so I, I don't, uh, need to play the disc version, although I may, um. So I'll probably pick up uh, a second copy because um, of its limited uh, release. It's only available in 2013. So I figure eh, this might be worth something in the years to come. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if they only make so many. Yeah. It's kind of like right now, uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy and Xenoblade. If you didn't own a Wii U this year, you would never have had a chance to buy that physical version. How, like, you know, I didn't own a Wii, so those games are rare to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, let's see. Quick sh- question for you. In the 3DS, um, icon sizes. I noticed you can change this around. What What's your preferred, like, setting there? I have three going vertical, and I think that ends up being four horizontal. If you know what I, if that makes any sense, yeah, five, it's five horizontal, three vertical. Yeah, so I have the I have the setting when there's three vertical. Okay, and I am uh, three horizontal and two vertical. So you like them big? I like them big because it's that's my that's uh, my that's my album artwork, you know. Yeah, I, I, I like getting. Um, I kind of like having them in groups, so I don't. They have fold. Yeah, they have folders, but I don't use those too much. I like having come in rows of the games, like all my big first pile. First party original 3DS games are in the first row, then all my virtual console, the second row, indie games in the next row. Okay. And it, it just came out to being three kind of vertical rows. So nice. that's what I ended up with. They can get crazy small, I noticed. Like, yeah, they can get really small. Yeah. <laughs> you can fit everything on one page. I yeah. Think. 
I put all the retail releases on the main screen and then I have folders for virtual console and the indie stuff and um, any setting apps and stuff like that. Yeah, they need – I wish they had this on the Wii U. I wish they had yeah, folders. folders on Wii U. Hopefully before the holidays. I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a, a holiday update where, you know, they add some new features, things like that. Hopefully folders will be I wonder in there. what happens if you run out of space in your Wii U as far as icons. Uh, I uh, That's uh, maybe – I don't want to spend all that money on all those games. Let's I'm not try gonna, it. I'm not going to play. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it. Maybe we could ask the listeners if anyone knows or if anyone willing to download all those games, let us know. A bunch how- of free demos. How many demos there are on the eShop? <laughs> I wish there was a demo section. I don't think there is. That'd be cool no. if there was. Um, so you know how people say Nintendo should make iPhone apps and they'll make so much money, right? Um, uh, yeah, people say a lot of things. <laughs> people say some stuff. Um, there's a study that came out recently. Um, you know Angry Birds? It's, it's, a, it's a little app that's on the App Store. I've heard of it. It sounds yeah. familiar. Well, um Animal Crossing evidently makes more money than Angry Birds for oh, last year's revenue. <laughs> that doesn't that make you feel good? Isn't that great? <laughs> ah, yes. You know, yeah. Ninety nine cents for a game is a great price, especially you know you really for ninety nine cents you get a a ninety nine cent game there. But the thing about Animal Crossing, when I think about all these mobile games, they really you know. You get a little bit of game, you pay for a little bit more, and you pay for you know things that might might advance you. I paid thirty five bucks for Animal Crossing, and I've gotten over one hundred fifty hours out of the game without spending a single dime more. So yeah. it's it's I I think I don't anyone I don't know I don't think mobile gaming is going to go completely cell phone. It's these games are awesome. These games are full games. They're really console quality now. So. They are. It's it's advanced to a big degree. I mean, yeah, DS and 3DS was a monumental leap in quality. I feel. Yeah, like yeah, like I I've got into 3DS late. I didn't realize how much these games were like console games. I didn't realize how much they had come along um, since the DS. I was really blown away. I, that's I think why it's my favorite system right now. It's the system I play the most. So. Yeah, I'm at 163 hours in Animal Crossing now. Ah, uh, yeah, I've caught up to you. I'm about 150. Well, nine of those hours were me asleep on my bed, so um, you probably oh, about even. Oh, it was open? You left the system open? <laughs> well, I fell asleep with the game, so my guy stayed at the 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 um the place all night. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you just shut the system, like you just, no. you know, clam- I've done that too, where I turn the system on and it's like, good morning, and then oh, I'm yeah. dialing still. So yeah, that's, that's another thing I was going to ask. Um, about Animal Crossing is I've my play counts on that game are only about fifty because I usually just shut it closed like I'll oh, go and save. I was saving. I do I do saving continue and then I just close it because I like being able to just pop it open and just bam you're in Animal Crossing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm at two hundred two hundred five times played. Yeah, so I, I do so close out and get my to my home screen. Cause... So yeah, four times as much as me. Yeah, but we've played about the same, so that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Uh, average playtime is 47 minutes. Mine is about three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Mario Luigi is caught up to 31 and a half hours. Wow. So I'm almost, I'm feeling the end, but uh, I'm not sure how far away I am from that. Full, that's a full game. Yeah, here it's around 40 hours, so we'll see how much how much more there is, I guess. Awesome. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is... Um, this whole uh, the Vita got a price cut. Um, <laughs> oh, did it? Yeah, it's at two hundred bucks now. What was it before? Two fifty. Uh, 
so Ooh, so that's the same as an XL. Yeah, or what, or what yeah, Nintendo XL. says an XL should go for, even though most places have them for like one eighty. Yeah, one seventy, one eighty. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna get one anytime soon, but it's out <laughs> no, there. No, it's just there's there's no nah, games for it. There's <laughs> I mean, no there games are, but, for it. You know, there, yeah, there's just so much more the game quality and the you know and the pipeline of games is. So much bigger on the 3DS. See, the reason I get a Vita is play like Crash Bandicoot one and two from the PlayStation One. You know, yeah, that's a that's a good point. It's um, a good retro PlayStation system if you're into that. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation was not. Uh, I never got. I, I had a PlayStation Two. That's the most play. That's the most PlayStation I played. Me too. Uh, the, my DVD player. Yep. But uh, uh, yeah, official price drop. Bucks, um, bucks. I don't November fifteenth for the PS4 um, official release. Watch Dogs is having a movie made after it. Uh, <laughs> really? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and they're doing upgrade pricing for PS3 to PS4 games. So if you buy a PS3 game, you get like a I don't know, it's like ten buck upgrade fee. I'm not sure. Uh, there a lot of trading places are doing this too with GameStop. It's like ten bucks to upgrade to the PS4 Xbox One version. That's cool. Which I is also wild. saw. I, yeah, I saw that their Sony's coming out with a blue PS3. I think the next few weeks, which blue. is yeah, they, they just have a blue PS3. That's just you know. Um, I saw the PS4 um, con- colors for the controllers. The red looks pretty hot. Oh, I didn't know they had colors. That's cool. Yeah, for the controllers. So. Are you gonna are Are you looking into the other any no. of the other next gen systems? No. The Xbox or uh, PS4? No, I have no money for a second system in my life. Yeah, I have no money for it either. I, I'd much rather put that money towards my retro collection than a, than a brand new system. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Maybe uh, next year if something happens and there's just the sheer amount of games are just so well, overwhelmingly awesome, I might have to get it. I do want to play the new Grand Theft Auto eventually, so I'll have to figure out which platform I'll play that on. Probably just my 360, which has dust all over it. But Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've never... When I look at like all these announcements for PS4 and Xbox One, I watch the, I watch the press events like generally interested like are there gonna be games that I want to play in these things and generally there aren't like it's so sad like all these gamers are really excited about these systems and some of the games that are coming out. it's like these games all look kind of bland they look really high definition and pretty but I don't know it just doesn't excite me first round of games they're very. You know, besides the ones that were besides the ones that aren't just, you know, a rehash of last year's version just made also on this next gen system. They're all just showing the visuals off, showing what the system can do. I'm sure in the next year they'll get more, you know, more creative because I'm sure with all this new hardware, they can definitely do a lot more things. You see things like the physics and the AI are just a lot, you know, smarter. So I'm sure we'll start seeing things just like with the Wii U, you know, the first year of the Wii U. It's you know, it's the it's, end of the year that yeah, really is what yeah. counts. Yep. So, well, so, I I'm more interested to see kind of how these interfaces evolve for the PS3 and the Xbox Ones. So kind of how you interact with them more than the games, because games will be games and they'll be on all the systems. They'll they're come no matter what. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Pikmin, uh, system seller in United States. 79% boost in sales for Wii U. <laughs> Whoa, really? Where'd you read that? Who came out uh, that? This was on PlayerEssence.com, and uh, it's from VG Charts, uh, I believe, website. Um, so Wii U sold 
16,349 systems. That's up 79% from the previous week. Um, that was in a week they sold that many? Yeah. Uh, weekly game total was 114,828 copies of, of Pikmin 3 that week. That's awesome news. So it is selling. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And that's, and just, that's gonna... just Pikmin. Imagine when we get, you know, Donkey exactly. Kong, Zelda. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and games like Rayman and Sonic too. Yep. Rayman got great reviews. Those are coming out now. Wonderful yep. 101 getting great reviews. It's it's heating up. Oh, yeah. 101. Rayman's getting awesome reviews. I can't wait to pick that one up. That one's coming out the week after next too. So that's soon. It's, yeah, it's li- the day after Labor Day, I think. Is it? Yeah, it's like September third or fourth. It sucks. Like so come on, please come out on Labor Day. Come on, I I have that day off. You know? <laughs> so oh. that's that's awesome news. Good for Pikmin. And then as far as uh, new uh, 3D World, you know Mario 3D World, uh, they've announced that uh, you will in fact be able to use the nunchuck with that Wii remote if you're doing multiplayer, which means you have 3D controls in a 3D game. Um, in the demo, the big thing was you had to use the D-pad if you were players two through five or four. Which is very, yes, very strange. I don't know how that would even work. I can't imagine. It was better than expected, but it's a 3D game. You need a joystick. Yeah, um, you do. And, and does that have pro controller support? They I also hope. announced pro controller support. for. Okay, I was yeah. about to say, I hope it would support this, you know, their current controllers as well as their old controllers. <laughs> Yeah, launch games weren't the best with that. By, by that was a bit of a mess with Pro Controller not being really enabled in most games. Now it's pretty much enabled in every game, I, I feel. I saw a third-party Wii U Pro Controller that looked pretty good. It was 30 bucks, I think, they, what they did. Well, the only thing special that was really different was they switched the um, the buttons with the gamepad or the joystick yeah, on the right side this. to make it more like a 360 um, so I might be picking one of those up for Smash Brothers. So yeah, everyone... marketed towards the GameCube fan of Smash Brothers. It's like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I might have to get one of those as well. Some other pro controllers for Smash Brothers, just so people have choice. And because I do know when my when my friends come over who play 360, they look at the pro controller, just go, "That's just a little weird." I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, so. It's weird how eerily that the controller does look like a 360 controller. Yep, pretty much is. I think. Yeah. Um, Balmer is no longer head of Xbox and Microsoft. Nope, uh, well, no. Will, he's uh, out and uh, within 12 months. He's going home and retiring. He's retiring. He's been at Microsoft pretty much his whole career. He's been the Donkey Kong for far too long. <laughs> he's, I'll be sad to see him go. Uh, I was going to say, he's only been in charge of Xbox for a few months, right? Well, I think they have an official... I mean, he's had a Microsoft, so that's what I meant by that. Like, yeah, but I think for for some reason, I feel like I heard or I read that he was, for like yeah, a, he was a couple put on, weeks, yeah, like overhead weeks. of that team or something yeah. like that. But I, you know, I didn't look read too much into that. Oh well, we'll see. Yeah. That'll be we'll see what changes. Yeah, they'll be curious because uh, it's a big company. See who runs it next. <laughs> cool things are changing. Um, let's see what's next. Um. What about this idea here I had? Uh, Nintendo releases the virtual console console, a <laughs> Ouya-like box that all it does is lets you buy virtual console titles. comes with an NES, SNES, uh, GameCube, and N64 controller that have four controller slots, one for each of the you know controllers, and uh, all it does is download uh, you know these games. Uh, 
I think that's a moneymaker right there, right? I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it it what I think that's a good idea for someone who's a little bit more price conscious. They could sell that system at a lower, maybe ninety nine bucks, maybe one fifty price point, replacing mm-hmm. the old Wii and having the Wii U be the premium system if you want to play all the new games and stuff. So I think that's a and good idea. Yeah. The games would be close to uh pricing in the app store at five bucks. Yeah. Or whatever it is. So, that's what people are used to paying now for games. So yeah, that I think people would really dig that. I know I dig that. I mean, I just had this crazy idea. I mean, they could cool do a really sweet design as well for that. You know, I would love to see them do like almost a, a new age NES or SNES kind of little box or something. You know, even even if they made it a little bit bigger than it needed to be, just to make it almost look like an older system, I'd be okay with that kind of just new retro style, something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I would be very excited to see what they would do with that. But um, I doubt that would ever happen. Just a crazy idea for you, Nintendo, if you're listening to this American English-spoken podcast. No, I doubt it happen just because they – I think the right is – it's very clear now that they're pretty much focused so much on the Wii U and getting that you know to where it needs to be for gamers and everything, which also brings up something else. Uh, a game website – hold on. Let me get this. Uh, yes, A List Jobs, a website that tracks jobs and kind of highlights, you know, big ones and ones for people in certain industries, has um, their their job of the week or their job of the day is senior marketing manager for Nintendo. That's an open position right now. So if you want to be senior marketing of marketing strategy, apply for that job. There's the a greater, lot of work to be done there. Yes, in the greater Seattle area, if you're interested. So yeah, Nintendo's looking for someone to head up their marketing division. So that's good news. That's Interesting news because hopefully when they get that person in place, they'll start revving things up the way they need to be. Yeah, that would definitely be a good thing to have happen. Um, another crazy idea. Why hasn't any third-party manufacturers made a power glove for Wii? Uh, what, <laughs> what, what games would it work with? What would you... Uh... It's just it would work for everything. It's your, uh, instead of using a Wii remote, you just put on this glove. Tim, yeah, if you're going a little crazy, <laughs> I just had this idea because I saw the power glove. It's like that's totally a wee thing. Why don't I want to make? Uh, I mean, that would be a big seller. I think he just well, put his glove. You know, have you seen how the power glove controls? Have you ever watched like videos of Rad Racer being it's controlled? Pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's uh, well, I, I guess the idea in Rad Racer or the racing games was you you hold the the, the glove up like it's a fist in front of you and you kind of turn your wrist. I guess the idea. The idea, or the idea there was you'd be kind of like twisting a steering wheel. I, I think that's what they were going for, but it's just very. I guess if they redid it, obviously the technology <laughs> would be better these days. Uh, I think Nintendo, after the Wiimote and Nunchuck, kind of you know, lost its appeal to a lot of developers towards the end of the Wii cycle. They're they're focused on the gamepad right now. Yeah, interesting, interesting idea though. I just went through that out there. Um... We've got a couple more things. What's what's anything else on your agenda here or your topic list here? Only thing left on my topic list are a few Animal Crossing things because um, that's really what I got to play this week. Just being on my 3DS, it's easy to pop into that. I also played a little bit of Zelda Oracle of Seasons getting ready for Wind Waker, but I nothing to talk about there. I just have some Animal Crossing things. So I wanted to say, have you uh, met Katie the Traveling Cat? Um, No, I have not. 
So yeah, uh, the, some of the characters in the game kind of show up randomly that aren't characters that can move in your town. One of them is Katie, the traveling cat. Apparently, she shows up in your town after you've done a few visits to other people's towns, and all she does is pretty much come into your town and say, "I'm a stray cat. Take me to someone else's town. Just <laughs> take take me anywhere." Um, when you do this, you just take her someone else's town. As soon as you get to that town, she just goes, "Okay, see you. Bye. I'm gonna go look around." And then the next day, you get a present in the mail. Aww. So. Uh, I experienced this. The presents are cool because they're not just some random item like a lot of things in the game. It is a specific item that only Katie can give you. There's about five or six items. I got a globe, which is really cool. So I experienced that in Animal Crossing. I did Crossing. find a, 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 a bird that was passed out on my beach you know, from <laughs> being hung over, it would appear. <laughs> yeah, he was. He showed up in my game pretty early on. He was there one day. I tried talking to him. He was like too passed out. Then the next day, I feel like he was still there, and he, he said something to me, but... He didn't know nothing happened. He woke after up that. one of the days, and I um yeah yeah I got a gift from him. Um, so how far along are you on your fossil collection? I don't know. It's pretty complete. I, I've I don't know. Is there a way to tell how close you are to completion with that? No, I, that app we downloaded, the one we mentioned before, kind of helps you keep track of that. I haven't done that with fossils. Um, you can just, the only thing I've been able to really do is just kind of look around in the museum and kind of get it. It's a, pretty complete, my museum. It's it's nice to go in there. Um, yeah, it looks like I only need about four or five more fossils, maybe. So, Yeah, I, I, I'm not finding new ones very often these days. No, when, no I, it's, if I find a new one, I'm pretty excited because that's very rare yeah. for me, which is good, but it's also bad. I mean, you know, you get a decent chunk of change off of them, so selling them is worth it. So I discovered in Animal Crossing, if um, for me at least, I unlocked the ability to sit at my town tree and have the history of Caliber, which is my <laughs> town, um, kind of read off before me. Really? So, so what happens here is um, you sit down, your eyes close, some beautiful music starts playing, and it says the history of Caliber. Tim moved into town this day, and it lists off all the characters moving in and out of your town. It lists when all of your public works projects were completed, um, how many guests you have visited. It's really cool. It's about two and a half minutes for my town so far. How did you get? How did you stumble upon this? How do you get this? I just in your sat game? down at my tree. And it happened. Wow, I'm going to try this. So yeah, go to your town tree and sit down on it. Uh, you might be. I, I imagine you have to be certain far enough along in the game as far as public works projects for that to happen. Nope, nope, it's going. It, yeah, uh, it's going. There you go. So um, I did that during fireworks too. So I had the beautiful fireworks in the background, which is cool to see. This is cool. So that's the history of your town. This is um, really cool. So Mario, uh, the last thing I have for today's show, Mario as a free-for-play per- model. Uh, this is a kind of a horror story of what would happen if um, EA took over Mario. Um, all Ugh. levels would do away with simple completion, and players would need to achieve a high score that would equate to being awarded stars. There would then be a social leaderboard, and you could get bonus stars for completing levels with other characters. That have been purchased, of course. By collecting stars, you can lock new worlds, allowing you to progress. Lives would not be found in the levels, and they would regenerate at a rate of one every 30 minutes. Oh. Maybe if you fall out of pit, you have to wait half an hour to play again, or you could get your wallet out. Meanwhile, mini games are only available once every 24 hours. You want more? Visa or MasterCard accepted. So if coins don't grant you an extra life, what's the point? 
Well, they can be used for in-game currency to buy tanuki mm-hmm. suits, fire flowers, and mushrooms. Collecting them is bound to become tedious, so players will have a chance to buy a pack to save them time. Oh, and it goes on. So That just makes me uh, sick. A, a glimpse <laughs> of the horrible world EA wants to create. That's what I mean. That is the world they have created already, and that's the direction they're going in. Yeah, it's very, it's very clear what EA. I mean, the, Ian, they come out and say it themselves. This is the way. This is where our money's at. This is where we're making it. That's what we're doing. I think it came out too this week that Nintendo's changed some of the tools in their developer system for the Wii U to make it easier for kind of in-app or in-game downloads and things like that. Yep, and Japan indies are now accepted into the Wii U program, which is cool. Oh, cool. And yeah, there is this whole web API thing for, I guess, in-app purchases type kind of thing going on there. Yeah, so Nintendo even sees that developers want this in their games, so they're adding that support I don't see that much of a problem there. on No, no, no. I see it much Nintendo, more. Though. Yeah, Nintendo see much more of a, hey, you want to download you know, a, a pack of levels or stuff like that. I don't see it being as nickel and dime-ish as it is on other, yeah. other platforms. I don't you'll think Nintendo compl- would fly that, yeah. You'll buy a complete game, and then they'll yeah, add stuff for I don't think Nintendo would fly with a lot of that stuff that goes on, so. Yep, I don't agree. I don't think they'll do that either. Um, guess that's about it for this week um there's gonna be a deadly six um dlc with the sonic game uh free with pre-orders so that's something of note not sure how to pre-order that but that's gonna be a thing <laughs> yeah uh, they tell you if you pre-order they don't tell you like what channel to go through <laughs> yeah and then the wonderful 101 idea was originally started out as an all-star cast of nintendo characters and they were also equalized, so no one has favorited towards Mario or Donkey Kong that they're all the same. So that's where that idea started from. Interesting, kind of cool. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's week's this uh, that 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 is this week's show. Um, any final thoughts before we leave today? Nope, that sounds good. Keep on Animal Crossing. Keep on playing. <laughs> I hopefully I'll get to play as much mini games as you got to play this last week, this next week. So I'll, I'll try to be catching up with you as my game playing. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm definitely engrossed in a lot of new games, and uh, I gotta slow down. You know, focus on one <laughs> no. game. You know, focus well, on one yeah, game. Focus on one game, but don't slow down. Just, just how how much time do you usually spend in one game? Like, like uh, a night. Yeah, like what? What do you do? You, do you try to get through as much as the game as possible? Do you really just kind of go one level or two levels? Like, what's your? Uh... Well, Fire Emblem, it's like let me do one chapter a night. Uh, Animal Crossing, let me do my bug catching, which is about thirty minutes to an hour. Let mm-hmm. me find the fossils. Let me do so the routines. So about ninety minutes a day, I'd say. Um, yeah. And then uh, Ducktales, play through one level pretty much. Uh, Dream Team. I just play that until I, you know, pass out. You know? <laughs> pass out or get bored? Do you ever get bored with the game? Uh, occasionally. It doesn't happen often. I mean, it's a bad game. I'll get bored, but not often. Yeah, no. yeah. cool. Yeah. Sounds a lot like me. With Animal Crossing, I get sucked in because I'll start doing the normal chores, and then I'll just be like, well, I can do this, my flowers, and then I just keep finding things to do, and it, it turns into a, a sick spiral. Other games, it's easier to stop because there's, you know, with other games, oh, I completed this level. This is an ending point. This is some, <laughs> this is a chance for me to put this down and go do something else. Animal yes. Crossing, there, there really isn't that unless I, you know, you know, I pay off my home loan or something. But even then, it's like, what else can I do now? Yeah, I still I have 23 million bells in the bank. And still, my home is not maxed out yet. I'm Why saved. not? Why not? I'm just saving them up because like. 
just home one a day. Home improvements ju- cost more when um, I have my ordinance in place. I'm oh, trying to, you're doing. Oh, you do the rich ordinance. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to store up uh, hundred million bells, which is the maximum, I believe. Yeah, yeah, hundred. I think it is hundred million. I'm on the flower, the pretty, pretty town because I like them watering my plants and picking the weeds. And I, I I'm trying to get a lot of hybrid flowers. I, yeah. did, I, I haven't. That's the only ordinance I've tried though. So it's I've fun. Tried Every one. five million bells, the bank gives you a gift. My last gift was a safe. <laughs> Yeah, the only one I have. Well, that's a big one. The only one I have is the little tissue box. I want the I want the piggy bank though. That one looks cool. Yeah, I'm curious what the hundred millionth bell prize is. And I <laughs> I hear that if you have money in the 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 ATM or the ABM or ABD, what are they called? I don't know. The, the the ATM in Animal Crossing that you do get interest at the beginning. You do. Of every I've month. gotten some nice yeah. nice checks. Um, it's almost September, so I'll get in, you know. Do they tell you how much how much you made, or this just yeah, show up? Yeah, it's it's nice, like three hundred, four hundred thousand, but sometimes, <laughs> but it's like yeah, it's not that much anymore. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> it's small change. Yeah, know. it's like interest in my bank. It's like, well, okay, thanks, whatever. Yeah, you earned a fifty bill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, in the meantime, uh, where can people find you? Until next week. People should find me on Twitter because I'm all I'm on Twitter. That's where I'm at. John Wesley, J O H N W S L E Y, letter A. Um, you can also find me on YouTube at John's Nintendo Carts. I'm starting to put up videos there. Still got my first one up. I'll have a new one up in the next few days. I think I'm going to do these every other week. I'll every other weekend I'll put one up. Just kind of gather all the stuff I've been collecting that week. Um, so if you want to check that out, that's where I'm at. Very cool. I am uh, on the interwebs, uh, T-C-H-A-T-E-N. Uh, YouTube and Instagram and Twitter are probably the best three places, as well as Meverse, of course. Um, and uh, our friend codes are in the show notes, so check that out there and t- Twitter us if you'd like to uh, get into that uh, whole online playing community there. That reminds me. I, there was an item in my Animal Crossing that was called a tweeter. It was... <laughs> I, I didn't look and see what it I forgot why I saw it, but it was literally spelled T W E E T E R. And I was like, what is this? I got to go back and look. Cool. Yeah. Catch us on Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with that, thanks for listening to this week's show. And we'll talk to you guys again next week. I'd encourage you to pick up a copy of New Super Luigi U. Well, you still can. So, bye bye. <laughs> Ever think about becoming a podcaster? Thinking, wow, you know, that's probably way too hard. Well, we have a solution. The Stoplight Network is looking for brand new shows to join the network. Won't cost you a dime. In fact, you might actually make some money off of it. So if you've always wanted to podcast, and it seemed way too daunting, drop me a line. My name is Tim Robertson. I am the host of TechFan. I started the MyMac Podcasting at the dawn of podcasting. And I can help you get your podcast up and running. Simply send an email to Tim, that's T-I-M, at MyMac, M-Y-M-A-C, dot com. Tim at MyMac.com. Let's get your show ready for primetime. time.